0: I would like to read a verse found in Jeremiah chapter 6 and this is early in his ministry when the Lord is using Jeremiah to call Israel or Judah the tribe of Judah and Benjamin back to him and to revival because they have changed and they have completely uh, gone apostate but he's asking them to return back unto me giving them an opportunity. And he gives the famous verse in Jeremiah 6, verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. So he's talking about the old path. He says, why don't you stand still for a minute and look at where you've gone and how you ended up where you're at. And it's not as good as you think it is. You've come a long way. Well, you come a long way, the wrong way. So he says, stop, stand in the way and see, and then look back and ask for the old path. Lord, let me get back to the old ways, because that's the good way, it says and walk in that and if you'll do that you'll find rest for your souls. And what did they answer? We will not walk therein. We're not going back to the old ways. And that's what happens when people forsake the Lord. You now, it's one thing to never known God, never known the truth, never been taught. It's another to, to have been taught the truth and have known and tasted the heavenly gift of the Holy Spirit and then turn from that and walk away. It's a horrible abomination to do this to the Lord. Well the 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 moral or the truth of the day is that the old ways are always better. You know, we find in, in the world, in modern society, they would always say we would never want to go back to the old ways because technology's made life so much better and experience education has changed modern society we would never want to go back to the old paths well in religion and Christianity is what matters to us the old ways are always better than the new nothing good has ever come from this new fangled type of Christianity where a guy can just say hey I think I'll start a church and call it whatever uh anything it doesn't matter covenant church, and he has no doctrinal affiliations he has no real foundation for doing what he's doing and he starts a church and goes out there and he has a modern new evangelical type of uh and it's a mix of a bunch of different doctrines, and there's no soundness to it, but yet they're walking, and people are following that, and then they're wondering why there's so much going on wrong. Why is there so many divorces? Why have our families fallen apart? Why is life not good? Because there's no rest for your souls. need to seek the old ways, to sit back and think and say, I need to seek the old path so I can find rest for my soul. But they say we will not walk therein. Average Christian today, you might have gone off into uh, a casual type of lifestyle, casual towards God you might have left the old paths and you're not finding rest and for some reason people keep walking that path and they don't find rest and God says why don't you stop for a minute and think life was better back when I was on the old path of truth following the way I will return to that old way and get into the old path once again and I'm not going to listen all these new modern techniques and and i'm not going to listen to the world tell me how to live my life or or how to raise my family and have the values that they have i'm not going to let the world change my thinking their way this new modern uh globalistic type of mentality that people are having of tolerance and acceptance and it's completely contrary to the bible i'm not going to have that i'm going back to the old past What we really need is some people who'll say, I'm going to be old-fashioned. You can call me old-fashioned all day long. It's a compliment. You can tell me I got left behind. It's a compliment. I'm archaic. Thank you for that. You're way out of date. Boy, I appreciate that. You know, you're you're on a wholly different path than the rest of us. I know, and I thank God for that one because I'm, What we need, old-fashioned Christianity. That's what we need. We need some old-fashioned Christians who will stick with the stuff and stay in the old path and find true rest. And what it does is it makes God very, very happy. kind of reminds me of that song, um, Old-Fashioned Christians. We need some old-fashioned Christians in these new-fashioned days. We need some old-fashioned standards, not these new-fashioned ways. If they'll follow the Savior in all that you do, these old-fashioned ways, yes, they'll carry you through. It's what we need. Then he says to the men of the family, Now, men, you can have victory. You can have a new life today. Go gather mom and kids and tell them you have something to say. I haven't been the dad God wants me to be. From now on, we're following the B-I-B-L-E. Now, we're cleaning house today, starting with the TV. Boy, go get all your old CDs. Bring them all into me. Girls, fetch your britches. Mom, bring some matches too. We're going to haul them outside and we'll burn them through and through. We need some old-fashioned Christians in these new fashion days. We need some old-fashioned standards, not these new-fashioned ways. Just follow the Savior in all that you do. And these Old-fashioned ways, yes, they'll carry you through. I can't believe I remembered all that. Anyway, you carry you through to what? To rest, to pleasing God. You return to the old paths. Thank you for listening today. Think on each This morning I'm going to be reading in John chapter 4, in verse 34 and 35. Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say not ye, there yet four months, and then cometh the harvest? Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest." I believe what Jesus, he's teaching many things, but one of the uh, things he's really showing us, and, and I, f- I find this to be the case, the typical Christian, either consciously or even unconsciously, convinces himself that he still has time and that there's plenty of time to do the will of God and the work of God uh, before the true work. But there's a lot of work Life left before the true work begins. Did Jesus not say this? He said, there's four months away till the harvest. And people are saying that, oh, we've got four months before we have to reap the harvest. But Jesus says, wait a minute, you may not have as much time as you think. He said, you better look up there and look at the fields because they're ready and they're white already unto harvest. So rather than a Christian telling himself, I had plenty of time before the true work begins, he needs to look at it the way Jesus showed it and said it. No, it's almost at an end. It's not that the true work has, is about to begin or about, no, it's almost over. Uh, we reap now, they're wide already. Quit wasting time. The harvest is here. That's what he's saying. This is the time to work and reap the harvest. That's why Jesus says in the next verse, He that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. Don't you want to gather fruit for the Master, for life eternal? That does not mean for your salvation. That means for your eternity, the blessings and the rewards of heaven to God's workers. It's an amazing incentive program that God gives us that if you will work now in His field, you will be benefit for all eternity from this. And so only those who work now will reap the eternal wages. Uh, and so it's all about labor. Now, think about this. He said, go to labor for me. And he said, you better do it now and not later. Because, say it again. He says, you look out. I know what you're saying. Oh, well, we have time you know, I've got some things I need to do before I really get busy for God. I have uh, worldly obligations and things that I have to accomplish. And But someday I really want to get to reaping. But there's plenty of time out there. We've got four months until the harvest. And he says, you better look again because the fields are already white. The time is here. You better work now, not wait till later. Even Jesus himself said... I must, by the will of God, finish my father's work. He said, night cometh when no man can work. There's a day coming when the harvest is past. In fact, it says in Jeremiah that the harvest is past, summer is ended, we are not saved. We did not utilize the time we had during the summer to serve and labor, and it's past, and you can't ever get it back. Once the field's reaped, for God, there's no more reaping to do. We will all go to our eternal home, and we'll have amazing uh, heaven, of course, before us, but we're to reap now. So I'll say it one more time. Do you have time? Well, yes, we have time, but Jesus said, even himself, I must finish the work before time runs out. And so we labor now, not later. I'd just like to convince you whoever's listening, to take this seriously and realize I must get in the field for God and reap the harvest. That's their soul winning, church work, caring about others, teaching others the truth, doing whatever the Lord has uh, puts on your heart. But it's mainly going out and telling people how to be saved. Is that, That's what he did in John chapter 4. He led the Samaritans to Christ. A city in Samaritan, many were saved because he was there. And he utilized his time. And soul winning, uh, this is on the side, is more important than eating. Remember that. Soul winning is more important than sleeping. Soul winning is more important than leisure. Soul winning is more important than rest. Soul winning is all important because the harvest must be reaped. And you must be there to reap it so that you can get in on the rewards. Thank you for listening today and think on these things.